Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, are you intoxicated or something? <laughs> Introduce the guest, man. Today we have the reigning, defending Cage Warriors welterweight champion of the world, Reese Skeletor. Yes, brother. Thank you. And we also have prime receiving the one and only middleweight contender, Paddy McCarry. Paddy, you just got hat panded a hundred pound can of prime. A hundred quid for those those things are flying for. What prime is the prime like? I don't even know, bro. I've never tasted it. First Who's the dealer? Shout them out like I don't even know who the fuck that was. He's just putting away from the gym or a couple of cases of it. Pat McAllister, he just can't stay out of the podcast, Ross. <laughs> he can't just be KSI, Logan Paul, get on to Paddy McCurry for sponsorship. Uh, he's giving you some pre-promos here. <laughs> Oh my god. That's, what time, what time, that's how he's doing, man. It's great to have you on. Good man. Good. Um guys, uh we'll start with yourself, Reese. How's the preparation going for Cage Warriors Dublin? And how much are you looking forward to getting back in the three arena and headlining it? Yeah, it's been a few years since I've been in, in Dublin. Um this is my first headline on the show, but you know, the same place I made my pro debut. Um, you know, training's been good. Like I've been, I've been back at it now. I've, you know, the injuries are, are long out of the woods and stuff, and um, back training full flow. I've been, you know, Pat, I'll tell you, I've been hard at it the last six, seven weeks. Um, you know, we're coming in firing. And was the last time you were there? Was that the Richie Smolin fight? Yeah, yeah, the draw with Richie was the last fight in the free arena. Um, you know, so I feel like I, I almost thought I never would fight there again, to be honest. Um, but. The way it's all turned out. So this is my third headline in Ireland in a row. So um, it's exciting. Yeah, we were there at that, Ross. Yeah, we were there at that one. At the time, we actually said like that was the best fight we'd seen live in person ever. So yeah, uh, yeah that that was fairly epic to say the least. Also, that was a featherweight Reese McKee, if I'm not mistaken. That was a lightweight. Lightweight, okay, lightweight. Yeah, uh, we, we, know, <laughs> we, we know you, we know you've been down as far as featherweight, uh, and I know Richie is is bouncing between the two but uh, yeah that was an absolute epic fight Paddy how much are you looking forward to fighting in the three arena that'll, I assume that'll be the biggest arena you've ever fought in will it yeah yeah I'm very excited to fight in the three arena lads I think the three arena was like the first ever pro show I went to you know the show where Reese knocked that guy out with a head kick I think it was like your third or fourth pro fight Reese. yeah I can remember thinking then like the, the guy was huge and then Reese smoked him and I was like Fucking these long skinny people knock out these muscle, these juice heads too. <laughs> I like fuck me. Hopefully I can do that one day. So I plan on taking this guy out the way Reese took him out. Yeah. Reese, you're literally the youngest veteran in the game that I've ever met. Like the you see pictures of you back in the day, like refing at uh, some events, and it, it, it's crazy to see. So uh I tried my I tried my hand at everything. Um yeah, you know what? I think people I think a lot of people still assume that like I'm fresh in the game, like Sometimes you'll talk to people about their opinions and stuff and with trainings or like, like how you prepare for something and they talk to you as if you're an 18-year-old, but like I've been flipping in the game nearly 12 years, 13 years, so I'm competing for, for all that time. Yeah, you're also promoting events as well, Reese, aren't you? Yeah, well, I definitely was. I don't know if I am next, but um, listen, uh, when, when all is said and done, like I'm a fighter first and 
and that's very much like what this is all about you know i'm a fighter first all other stuff is good fun and good crack and stuff but um my favorite thing is to put people to sleep so <laughs> yeah uh, speaking of uh going for a sleep uh how, how do you see this fight with jimmy wallhead playing out because uh <laughs> Obviously, obviously, his last fight, uh, he got the knockout, and obviously, uh, in your last fight, you also got the knockout. So, tell us, how do you see this one going? Is this ending on the feet? Uh, I mean, yeah, like hundred percent. Like he's fighting wrestlers, you know. The the last few fights he he's fought are guys that have absolutely probably no power in their hands. Um, I think this is his first fight since coming back, where he's going to fight someone that. Is a concussive puncher, and uh, I think he's going to realise early. I'm going to see. I would imagine we'll see a totally different approach with how he fought them other lads. Um, but no, listen, 100%. I touch him, he goes to sleep. Um, but I have the skills to beat him everywhere, and he's just going to realise that you know the game's changed a lot since he was in his prime, and you know the new age is here. Yeah, well, I'm definitely buzzing for it. I also think uh, this has to be the one, Reese. Like this, this has to be the one to punch the ticket back to the UFC. Uh, and I, I definitely think it probably helps with uh, Con McGregor coming back uh, as an old fighter coach. I think uh, a few eyes might be back on Ireland. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's yeah. Listen, all I have to do is is turn up and do what we do, and um, everything takes care of itself. You know, and yeah, of course, hundred percent. And then uh, obviously, Paddy, you're fighting Angus, which is the um, Definitely, um, someone of, of a similar experience level to yourself. Instead of fighting uh, former middleweight champion uh, James Wed, uh, how much are you looking forward to get, uh, getting into this one? How much are you looking forward to show off your skills? Yeah, I, I really can't wait this time. I've had plenty of time to prepare. I've nearly took my food off the gas since the last one. Uh, so I'm flying fit now, and with what two months to go, so I'm taking all the boxes, and I can't wait to get in there and put them away. Paddy, was it ever in doubt that you're going to be on this card? Uh, I was actually trying to get on the March card in London, you know, uh, mm. on St. Paddy's Day. That was the yeah. original plan. I didn't want to wait the April to fight. Uh, I wanted to fight in March, but then I think there was like, I think it was because of Ramadan or something. The March card was just before Ramadan. A lot of fighters needed fights before Ramadan or something. So it just should have better for me to be on the Dublin card, but I'm absolutely buzzing to be on Reese's undercard uh, in Dublin anyway. I don't think you could pick a better card to be on. Yeah, yeah well, we're definitely going to be your friends. We're going to be like a combat. No, I was going to say I was saying we we're actually we're actually going to be at the uh, Cage Warriors London card on St Patrick's weekend as well. Sorry, uh, Ross, for ahead. No, I was just going to say probably better for your friends and family, Paddy, that you're fighting in yeah, Dublin yeah. than uh, fighting in yeah. London. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and I think in the O2 in London, it's a wee bit of a smaller cage as well than it is in the arena. So, uh, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute epic show. I think it, it, people are going to look back and people are going to remember Cage Warriors Dublin this time out uh, as if they've remembered previous events, like they sort of remember UFC Dublin and stuff like that. I think it's going to be one of those remember where you where you were when this event happened and. Like I think the talent and the up and coming talent that is on this card is absolutely phenomenal. Like I think there's some huge fights uh, also on the card. Like I'm looking forward to seeing James Sheen fight uh, Oban Elliott. You know what I mean? They'll be they'll be eventually looking to claim uh, your vacant title at some stage, Reese, when you uh, fly off to the UFC. Uh, what do you make of that fight as the current co-main event? Yeah, it's good, good fight. Um, I mean, James Sheen's a good guy. He's come up and sparred um, with us at a time, and he's fighting Oban Elliott. But I think 
I think James will make short work of him, and you know, I think no better Irish man to hold the belt next um, than James Sheehan. So, you know, I think yeah, it's a good fight. Um, to be honest, like the only fights I'm really caring about is mine and and the lads from the gym as well. It's you know, I don't, I'm kind of focused on that only really. But you know, it'll be a good card. You know, I've seen a lot of good names added, and yeah, listen, <laughs> the the fighting Irish are, are coming back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, obviously obviously Reese, you're looking for this to be effectively your last Cage Warriors fight but for you Paddy um, I know Cage Warriors announced their schedule for the rest of the year uh, yeah. does that make life easier for you that you can actually see yeah, yeah. which cards you want to target yeah yeah definitely I made my life so much easier because I'm planning on going to Thailand for a bit here to do a bit of training so I was able just to book my trip around the cards that I want to be on you know what I mean yeah and what we see Wait, the November Thailand? sorry where is Thailand uh, just in the Phuket, I'm going to go to that Tiger Muay Thai in the Bang Tao, I think it is called. Savage. Yeah, absolutely epic. That's that's where uh, I think I think Max Lally was there recently and he got a few rounds in with Alex Vol- uh, Volkanovsky, which is uh, <laughs> pretty epic. So uh, maybe Hamzat will be there for you to get the, those uh, middleweight rounds in. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, I see, there, there seems to be a few middleweights over there. I'm definitely not stuck for rounds back here, to be fair. It's just getting out of my uh, comfort zone a wee bit, you know what I mean? Just to push the boundaries, and uh, I love Thailand. To be fair, I was at Thailand like two years ago, and it was the best place I've ever been. So I just wanted to get back over to do a wee bit of serious training over there before I come back for a fight. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily going over to because I need rounds. I'm just going over for a change of scenery. Yeah, that is definitely something I want to touch on. The sort of middleweight and welterweight bodies uh, who are getting the rounds in up in Floyd Academy Ireland um, is, is fairly impressive. How handy it is is it to have other bodies like? Sean McCormack, Troy Gibson up there. I even saw Andreas Binder was up there as well. Yeah, uh, when I saw the photo of the lads, I was like, "Jeez, don't know how any of them are making welterweight that were middleweight. They're all huge." <laughs> yeah, there's there's almost every look that you need um, for the bigger guys up in the gym now. So you literally can't beat it. Like it, round after round, you're just fighting killers that are at your own weight. So it's absolutely perfect. And what about yourself, Reese? Is that is that handy having all those bodies for the fresh rounds when you're preparing for five rounds? Hundred percent, it's essential. Like you know, but you know, so everybody's just there to help. You know, it's like people know that people like, for example, if I'm fighting someone, Paddy's build, Paddy'll know that I need him, so he'll be there when I need him. You know, I mean, there's there's a real everybody knows that they're playing a part in someone's fight prep, so it's like that's important too. Like nobody's shying from rounds; everybody's helping where they can, but. You know, I said in one of them one of them blogs we've done recently, everybody says you need to go to America or even like Paddy said, go to Thailand. There's no shortage of rounds here. It's great to mix it up and, and get the crack and get the culture and stuff. But like, you know, the rounds are in FAI at the minute. Like all the bodies are there. Yeah. You don't realize how good you have it here until you do a bit of traveling. I remember Paul Hughes sending me years ago when he done the traveling, he was like, there's nowhere else like here. And although you want to believe it, until you actually go and experience other gyms in other countries, you don't really realize the level here. Like, yeah, totally. like, none of them, none of them coaches care the same intent as like the likes of Pat. Do you know I mean you text Pat at half two in the day and ask him some small detail and he'll voice note you back? Do you know I mean that you're not getting that anywhere else? Yeah. yeah. Also, t- shout out to Pat. Thanks for Pat uh, allowing you two lads on the show as well today, lads. We're very appreciative, Pat. <laughs> uh, lads, how many people are you expecting to come down to the Tree Arena as well? Like, will it be absolutely rammed? Yeah. Well, I know I have 200 tickets gone already. Um, you know, I expect to bring, spread around three or 400, I suppose. Um, I'd say Paddy will bring even more, maybe. 
No fuck. I'll definitely not bring out much, but I'm going to run a bus down. I think the bus is already full at the minute, so planning on bringing a big crowd down. But I think all our crowds are just going to rub off each other, and the noise will be insane. Yeah. We we actually saw one or two of the celebs out for the last fight for you, Paddy. We saw uh, Mick Conlon was there to watch your last fight. Do you reckon we'll have Mick well, Conlon? He's probably there to watch Paul. <laughs> 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 like, he was in the jacks for Paddy's fight. I, 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 I was telling everyone he was there to see Paddy McCurry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take it. Yeah. I, I, I said, I, I said uh, what's it called? Um, Mick taught Pad- Paddy everything he knows. Don't let those hands fly. <laughs> <laughs> it makes 100%. Yeah, yeah, if he gives like, a for... bad decision, though, he'll flip off the judges, so you have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the people tuning in now, Cage Warriors 153 Dublin is going on in Dublin's Tree Arena April 29th. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the lads for the tickets, make sure you do. It's actually going to be an absolute electric night rush. Live on UC yeah. Foy Pass as well, by the way. Shout out UC Foy Pass. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, special I'm announcement, sure. Ross. We're being kept on by UC for uh we're working with UC Foy Pass for another year, lads. Yeah, we, we did get re-signed, so uh big up to us. Um, <laughs> I love it. So uh yeah, we we got re-signed, I know. Sometimes I can't believe it either. But uh I don't think they like, can either, Ross. Yeah, they can't either. They can't they can't either, so you up UFC fight pass. Thanks for keeping us on. Appreciate it. And I'm sure it won't be the the last time uh, we speak to you guys before UFC Dublin as well. We'll get a few face offs yeah. in and and that. Or sorry, UFC Dublin Cage Warriors Dublin. Might as well be UFC Dublin. Uh, yeah. The way we're looking at it, like this is this is our biggest event of the year. So uh, we're definitely looking forward to it. And it's going to be an absolutely epic event. Um, speaking of big events, though, um, UFC 285 is coming up. Um, very very shortly this weekend. And it is return of John Jones, some people's goat. Um, Reese, are you excited for the return of John Jones? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, John Jones. Like, if people ask me who my or who my favorite or who the best ever is, it's always John Jones. And I know he's had controversy around his career, but like for the likes of me and Patty, like longer limbed athletes, like if if we're not watching this guy and getting excited, then you know he, he's he's our template to watch. So one hundred percent. Um, Paddy, what about yourself? How how do you see uh, Cyril Gann match up against him? I know a lot of people were very high on Cyril Gann, but I think um, Francis and Gann exposed a few holes in that you yeah, yeah, have yeah. to think John Jones will be able to take advantage of. Yeah, I'm super intrigued to watch it because you don't know how John Jones is going to be like at heavyweight, especially with so much time out of the out of the cage. Uh, I'd like to think that John Jones would just take him down and maul him. Like I think if John Jones has him on his back, that he'll just finish the fight right away. But uh, if you look at John Jones and Dominic Reyes, like Cyril Gans is just a big, bigger version of him on the feet. So it could be an interesting matchup, like depending on how Jones pre- uh, performs at heavyweight. No, Ross, Ross, this is obviously your division. Like, do you, do you expect John Jones <laughs> to take Cyril Gans down, or do, Jesus, you, would, do you think he'll keep it on the feet? Like, what way would you fight John Jones, Ross? See, that was a lovely way of calling me fat. This is your division. <laughs> man, man, you're telling me, man. Uh, they get the flyweights going. Um, yeah, I, I expect John Jones to win this. I, I actually think he'll win a handy enough. I think the first two minutes might be a bit tentative. I think on the feet, obviously, uh, you know, John Jones, like I'm sure he's been hitting sparring by heavyweights, but it could be different with the four rounds goes on. And uh, Cyril Gann is definitely an excellent striker. But I just think after watching Ganu take down. Cyril Gann, I think John Jones, obviously he's got one of the best IQs I've ever seen of a fighter. He's right up there with GSP and I think uh, he'll fight Gann where he's weak and I think he'll take him to the ground and I think we'll see some of those lovely elbows that he gets in on the ground as well 
And I wouldn't be surprised to see a TKO maybe round two. Also, I think there's been a great history of fighters moving up the weight class, the lower fighters moving up and uh, having uh, great um, results against sort of the heavier weight class as well. So I could definitely see it happen. Yeah, so I, I think forward. people are like underestimating uh, Cyril Gans like grappling and wrestling. It may not, it may not. I don't think it's anywhere near as good as John Jones, but carrying that cunt and Gani for like even two minutes, if he took you down once and you were carrying him for two three minutes, the absolute says that guy would sap your energy so fast. Like it would make so the rest of the fights it would make you so much more ineffective. The rest of the fight if he carried him for one round, like. Yeah, he did walk by us that time in New York and it was a total eclipse. So, like... What the eclipse of the heart, Ross? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, that man blocked it the sun, no bother. Are we all going John Jones in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That... Yeah, okay, I think yeah. so. Uh, okay. uh, we don't do it, but so maybe it's like we do absolutes. Yeah, we all absolutely agree on that one, lads. Yeah. Uh, in the co-main event, <laughs> mm-hmm. Valentina is taking on Alexa Grasso. Uh, Ross, what do you make of this one? Can the bullet be defeated? I don't think this is going to be one of our hardest uh, opponents. I think this is one of those things she's beaten so many people that like this is just next person up for her. I think uh, her biggest challenge is coming down the line against maybe uh, Aaron Blanchfield. I also think um, maybe someone like I don't know maybe Mackenzie Dern or something like that in the future, who's maybe a specialist in a certain area, can give her a bit of bit of trouble. But I just don't think Grasso's wrestling will be enough to get the job done against the Bullet. I think she's uh, too cerebral. Paddy, what do you make this? This could, this could be a, a potential sparring partner over in Tiger Muay I think that's a fucking terrible co-main cool event for this card. I don't even know that other girl. I barely know any of them girls you're talking about there, to be fair. <laughs> but uh, for a John Jones return, like, surely they should stack that card out. Like, 80% of UFC fans won't know who that girl is in the co-main cool event in the John Jones fight. That's fucking terrible. And the guy seen too. That's what's even worse than the safe. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing there because I was thinking, hopefully they don't ask me about her. <laughs> <laughs> Reese put his mic on soil, and so I was like, right, Paddy, here we go, bud. Uh, look, Valentina, like it's every time she's in there, she like brings eyeballs. She's definitely one of the best strikers that in the in the game, and especially for women. Uh, but is there is other big names on the card? Like for instance, the next fight is Jeff Neal's taking on Shafkat Rachmanov. Rachmanov also a sparring partner, with Ian Gary. Yeah, Reese, what's making this fight? Yeah, I like I like that fight a lot. Like, I mean, I know Shabkar. Like, I remember watching him as in Kazakhstan one time with Andy Young, like seven years ago or something, and and he was fighting. And I remember like he was a brute then, and like look what he's done now. But um, like, I'm just excited to see if he gets through Jeff Neal, and then if he fights Hamzat next. Um, I think yeah. like there's massive potential. It just depends what they do with him. Yeah, he's he's definitely going to upset his record now because uh, he's got uh, sixteen wins, eight point submission, eight point knockout. So he's going to have to either have nine knockouts or nine submissions and eight and. Uh, what a eight, crap! What a crap problem to have. Yeah, yeah. You can try and lose by you can try and win by disqualification. Yeah, win yeah, by DQ. You know what I mean? But uh, that man to, to be at that stage of your career and to have finished all sixteen of your opponents is outrageously impressive. So, uh, so what, it'll be interesting to see. How that one goes. Um, obviously, Gamrot is uh, also fighting on the card at lightweight against Jalen Turner. I think Jalen Turner will have his hands full. But uh, Paddy, in your division, a man who's reached major stardom this year, uh, Bo Nickel is fighting on the card. What do you make of him so far? And do you like fighters who have that one special skill set? Do you think it's impressive? I think Bo Nickel's a fucking donut. 
talks so much shit, doesn't he? He talks so much shit about people who have already proved themselves when he hasn't proved himself yet. You know what I mean? He's had a couple of handy contender series fight and he's talking shit about Axe World Champions and stuff. I think he's a fucking donut. For a nut hugger, he's, he talks a lot of shit. Yeah, who, who's he calling out? He's calling out and he's calling out... Um... Adesanya, is it? Adesanya. Was, yeah, yeah, it was Adesanya, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think Chimaev would maul him. Well, Chimaev has all the skills. Like, we've seen it on the feet and on the ground. And on the ground you know, but, um... even, Ad, even Adesanya, even Adesanya, if Adesanya like, hit that guy two calf kicks, he would know his arse from his elbow. <laughs> the problem is, of all these ones in the UFC, like, they all know they're not going to get the fights. All the wee hype trains, yeah. they know that they're not going to get, like... You know, it's yeah. easy for Ian Gary to call out Ryan Barberena because they know they're not going to make the fight. Like, it's easy yeah. for me to call out people if I know they don't give me it anyway. So, I think, like, Bo Nickel calling out these people, he knows the UFC have no intention of matching that fight. So, like, it's easy. Like, I can call out anyone. But, like, if the UFC aren't going to give me it, sure, what's the point? Yeah, tell me out I'm coming. Yeah, I think all, <laughs> them, all them Yanks are just in tune with all the, the clout, aren't they? They're wee clout chasers. They just have a look at who has the biggest numbers and then try and attach their name to the, the whoever has the most clout. All the Yanks are like that, aren't they? Yeah, yeah I, think, I, think there's, I think there's a lot of that. Uh, people just calling out someone who ha- has a bigger name just to yeah. increase their own following. They're trying to hope, few- hopefully they get a win off them and get the followers off them. Yeah, it's the management as well. We'll tell them, be like, here, call this person out as well. Yeah. In fairness, it's not a bad card. Uh, even the early prelims, like you have Cody Garbrandt on there as well. Uh, Derek Brunson's fighting Drake has to see, um, that's a nice one. And I like way. watching Cody Garbrandt to be fair. Yeah, even, yeah. Uh, even though he's on a losing streak, he always puts it on the line. Like I don't like watching Derek Brunson at all. Sometimes, whenever I'm struggling to sleep, I'll throw an old Derek Brunson fight. Wouldn't <laughs> 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 oh. stick on an Energize show, no. <laughs> great to sleep uh, Ross Drake is super uh, Plessis like, th- that fight against Darren Till that was very interesting yeah it definitely was uh, although when it got to the third round Darren Till looked like he forgot like he knew how to wrestle at all just like it was like absolutely what about the first, round? Uh, what about the first round yeah yeah but the, the first round I was like right maybe he was a bit taken off guard great second round but third round I don't know Darren Till seems to be uh, he doesn't seem to be all in I don't think I, I don't know any thoughts on that recently? I don't know what I don't know what him and Hamzat do, but I tell you what they don't do, and it's wrestle. That's not what they're doing anyway. I don't know what the fuck they're doing together. <laughs> not wrestling. Maybe I'm rich to talk, but like they're definitely <laughs> practicing anyway. <laughs> Paddy, you'll find out in Thailand. You'll have to let us know on the on Paddy's vlogs, the Thailand edition. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we have to give a shout out as well to Jessica Penn who's fighting on the card as well. She's taking on Tabar Ricci. Ross, Ian Gary's on this card. Now, what do you sort of make of Ian's rise in the UFC? He's been on only pay-per-views. This time he's actually on the early prelims. Usually he's been on the the prelims. Yeah, well, I think one of the definite positives of him being on the early prelims is that he'll be on early enough time that a lot of Irish people can actually watch the fight before, you know, without having to stay up till three or four o'clock in the morning to watch it so uh if people like to record the fights and watch it the next day they could stay up for this one and uh, in terms of level opponent like i'm not mad on the level opponent uh i said it off air i said it on there i feel like he's sort of fought the same caliber of opponent four times in a row and uh, i feel like these guys are never going to probably get into the top 15 but at the end of the day like if he's fighting out his first contract and that's what he wants like that's what he wants to do fair enough i know we call for brian barbarina so hopefully maybe we'll see that fight after this one 
Uh, I'd like to see him in there with someone who's like far more recognizable and someone who, um, you know, carries a small bit of weight with their name. Like he's three and zero so far, wins this one four and zero. I think next time we see him out there, he has to be fighting someone who has a bit of name recognition. Definitely not stuck for big names in that welterweight division either. It's absolutely stacked to be fair. Who would you no, like to uh, see him fight, Paddy? Because obviously the UFC are sort of trying to get Ian going and then potentially headline the Tree Arena in 2024, which you two lads should be on the card as well if all things go according to plan. Just somebody who you who you know and who whose name holds a bit of weight. Like the the four guys that I thought I knew a lot of welterweights in the UFC and then they were able to get like three or four guys who had never heard of for him to fight. You know what I mean? But uh, hopefully he gets that Barbarina fit. If, if he's calling for it, I'm sure there'll be a wee bit of hype around it if it was if it was made. That is an exciting play, Rob. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Or maybe even like a Randy Brown or something like that. Just someone who like has been in the UFC for four or five years. So you're like, right, I know I know who that is. That's grand. Like the the guys so far, like they've all they're not ticket skill levels. They're not ticket sellers. Yeah. Uh, Reese, what about yourself? Who who would you like be interested in seeing Ian take on next? I mean, same same kind of answers. Like you know, I think if you're free and in the UFC and you're and you're still fighting people coming off losses, like you know, it, it's time to fight someone that's coming off wins and, and big wins. Um, you know, like I mean, based on who he's calling out and who he's talking, given one of them names, like you know. Big name. If he wants a big names, like, I'm impressed. Ian Gar is he's skilled for sure, but like until until he fights someone where like there's a decent betting line on it, like you know how can you really take it that serious? But um, I think he's he's the skills to beat the top guys, but I'd like to see him fight them. Yeah, I think that's what the next level too when he goes in there a couple of uh, like 50-50 fights and then prevails. That's when like um, the zombies really get behind you, isn't it? Yeah, like I think people, I think people think like I would say if Paddy was fighting people that were cans, I would I would say the same. Like I'd say I'd be pre- impressed when they fight someone. It's nothing against Ian Gary at all, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I just want to see people fight good people, um, and it makes them more legit. That's it. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially, yeah. when, especially when they're carrying a bit of momentum. Like you want, you want when they're carrying that momentum, people to go in the the harder fights and. Uh, and like stepping up the level, you don't want them to wait till the trip up or something to you know like defeat the better guys. You might as well hit them whenever they have the momentum behind them. But I'm sure he's only able to fight whoever they're putting in front of him. So it's obviously no fault of his own. But uh, it'll be uh, it'll be good to see whenever he does take a step up in competition because at the minute he's flying the flag in the UFC for Ireland, like, isn't he? So yeah. it'll be good whenever he starts taking out ranked fighters. Yeah, I like the yeah, same exactly. fight the Australian guy, maybe the Australian guy, Jack. I can't, I can't pronounce his second name. Oh, like, De La Madalena. Oh, my goodness. I, like, I think I'm an ultimate fanboy of him. Yeah. He, <laughs> what, what, what is he now? What's called uh, f- three first-round knockouts and a first-round submission or something so far? Like, like, he's so, he, he looks so good. He's, he looks like he's been hit in the face with a shovel, but bar that, like he's <laughs> the man. Oh fuck yeah! I know. I I didn't know who you were talking about when you said his name, but once you said that, I knew yeah, exactly yeah. who it was. <laughs> nah, good old shovel face, Madalena. Perth finest. he's a scary one, to say the least. Even like, is Brandon Moreno still in, in the house of Moreno? Moreno is he still in the not the guy yeah, who you fought? Oh, Alex, uh, he's still kicking about. Alex, he, yeah. he lost the last yeah. one. He, he got beat by uh, Puntzenibio or 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Even Ponson Ebio, one of them too, would be good. Would it be good fights for him? I think he would definitely. Yeah. Because you'll see what happens. Yeah, that Alex Moreno is constantly fighting like someone who's very hard. And he seems, you least. know what? Like I'll say it firsthand that he seems so bad. When I was watching him, I was like. I'm gonna smoke this guy, and even though I didn't fight the best, like, but when you're standing in front of him, like his experience and he's very high, high fight IQ. So yeah, he um, seems very crafty. He'll beat a lot of good guys, even though he doesn't look that great. Yeah, he's, well, he, he definitely has a bit of something to him. Like he makes all his fights super competitive. Like no one's really breezing through him. Like uh, I know Ponsonibio won by knockout, but it was third round. Like he's beaten Donald Cerrone, Mickey Gall. Beast McKee, Max Griffin. He's beaten uh, Keenan Song as well. So, uh, like, he's he's definitely someone who's uh, no joke. He beat Pettis too, didn't he? Or did Pettis yeah. beat him? He beat no. Pettis um, No, Pettis beat him by, oh, by a decision. All oh, right. I think it was closer, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was. It definitely was. Um, I'll see if I can pull it up here. See if it was a... a Fuck me, I would love to watch recent Pettis. How good a fight would that have been? Jesus. Yeah. That was- I think Pettis took the Roy Jones the Roy Jones boxing match instead, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh no, it, like Ian's back now, he's after having a new child. So like congratulations to him and like let's see what happens for the rest of the year and then hopefully the UFC comes back in twenty twenty four. And that's why the, uh, half the people on this Cage Warriors one fifty three Dublin card will have will fight on that UC Dublin card in 2024 as well, Ross. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely uh, the next wave of UFC talent is definitely coming from uh, this Cage Warriors Dublin card. There are uh, some very, very exciting fighters on it. And I think the card's only going to get bigger and better as time goes on. There's going to be plenty more talent on, on the card. So really, really looking forward to it. Um, Reese, Paddy, uh, any final thoughts before we, before we let you away? Yeah, we're coming, we're coming ready, and we're going to make a lot of noise in April. Um, yes, but you, sure you know that yourself, anyway. We're coming yeah, for two stiff KOs. They'll have to get that uh, the coffin dance ready to rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bring it all the way down from Belfast. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, <laughs> Shando in the front. <laughs> <laughs> love it lads love it Uh, well guys thanks a million for uh, coming on and joining us really appreciate it looking forward to your fights looking forward to UFC 285 this weekend and for those of you who are watching on YouTube make sure to like share subscribe hit the bell notification so you don't miss any more energized content and if you're watching on Fight Pass make sure to hit a favourite and as always stay Stay energized energized show up the Irish and sussing you guys a couple of times, I've seen a couple of clips, I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that I, I, I saw. So keep going, keep up the good work guys.